there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Tracy Allen. So what other trends are happening? Is it primarily around the cold brew that is taken off right now? Are there other trends that are maybe just starting in certain Mm -hmm. parts of this country or other parts of the world in Europe or Africa or Latin America? As you mentioned, cold is the future. And, you know, for people that have been in a long time like myself, it's like, oh, gosh, there's a lot of people that are going to scoff at that. But also how you grow, select, roast, prepare, manage the acidity, manage the body, all those kinds of things with cold really gives a whole nother element to the industry. So it's nothing but upside for coffee. So I'm excited about it personally. And I think direct to consumer has had a huge growth even before the coronavirus has caused us to, to shelter in place. We knew statistically that for these sort of commodity grade commercial branded coffee. People will buy that at the grocery store. And coincidentally, they're still buying a lot of pre-ground coffee, but the people that make the investment in the grinder are more likely to do the direct ship to their homes. And the subscription services are up double digits from five years ago. There's a huge growth in having coffee shipped to your home weekly. So those are exciting times. And then there's a lot of, because of the cold growth, there's a lot of sort of intrinsic growth around coffee and in a way that's like we used to strip the fruit, you know, the red part. When you see the pictures of coffee being harvested, they yeah. would strip that because you actually roast the seed and then that would get put into a big pile and they would use it for things like sometimes it would put it back on the young plants and those things just to use it for nitrogen. But a lot of times it just washed down the hills and coffee the harvests are always in the mountains, obviously, at altitude and end up in the water source. And it's really hard on the water because of the alkalinity and, and the acidity. And so now they're extracting the oils from the remaining fruit and creating a tea. So they call it anytime you see something called cascara, that's the fruit of the cherry. Hey. Now they're making drinks. Yeah. And next time you're in a coffee shop, watch for that because they're doing things like it looks like a cranberry and it tastes a little bit like a cranberry, to be honest. And then they'll add stuff to it, like some type of sweetener or whatever. But they're getting really creative with the build. And another thing that the young people are telling us is they care about the build, the drink build. They want to have, you know, just like you and I were talking earlier about how people like convenience. Young people like creativity. They want to have, you know, two shots of this and one shot of this and a pump of this and whatever. <laughs> but not everybody wants it to be just coffee. And so the teas and tisanes and those things you're seeing them. I call them carbonated botanical beverages because everyone seems to like the texture of nitro or CO2 in their drink and then whatever the extract is. So that's another one that's going to be 
beneficial to the coffee industry, but not necessarily exactly coffee, but it will be categorized as so. Very cool. You wrote a blog post. I think it was back in March. It was early on in the coronavirus. Looking Mm -hmm. at how the coronavirus had so far affected the coffee industry. And I'm just going to pull a short section from your post, Tracy, to read here. You wrote, what does all this mean to you, the coffee roaster and or retailer? Not the penny pinching you might expect. In this economic climate, people are seeking small rewards for themselves at a great value. And in a market that's becoming fairly educated about great coffee, they will be willing to spend more on your product than a $1.75 espresso from a major chain. What mm-hmm. does that mean, Tracy, for our young listeners who may want to get into this industry and are looking at all these other industries that are kind of pulling back the offers, the job offers, does that mm-hmm. mean that they should be thinking about moving into the coffee industry? It sure is optimistic, isn't it? I think what I was saying there was really in my lifetime, what I had to compare the value of a cup of coffee to was post 9-11. That's the only thing really that came to mind while I was writing that. And I remember we would tell people that, you know, keep up the hope. This is when I was heavily involved in the politics, especially coffee. And the idea was that the members wanted hope. And one of the things that we told people is don't give up on this because, and the producers too, because producers will walk away from their harvest and grow alternative crops. And so we coined coffee as the last affordable luxury, which is a very economics <laughs> major minded slogan, I guess. Yeah. That was the only real getaway that you had and you weren't sure, like now, we're not sure when we're going to get an actual getaway. And so you bring that to people and let them start their day with that getaway. And like you and I were talking about what's in my cup today. And I think, you know, when I'm drinking that coffee, I think about the people that I know that produce it and what the trip's like, what the food's like and what the landscape's like. And it's just a little sort of vacation every day before I start my day. And that's what I had in mind there. But what it means for young people is, and this is where the business piece really comes to play. It's a very fair industry and it should be, if you're doing it right, a very transparent industry. So by saying that, I mean that you can make a fair profit and still have a clear conscience because there's room to operate successfully and not exploit the work of the people that make the product. And no one's going to fight with you over even a dollar a pound because they care about the quality and they care about that escape. You know, think about the money that we do spend when we're traveling. So all of a sudden, like a 12 ounce bag of retail espresso, a good one is probably somewhere between 10 and $14 for 12 ounces. But that math's not so bad if you break it down over how many shots of espresso you get out of it. Let's go to a pound and say that it's 32 shots. So that's a month worth of espresso if you were to stretch it out. And every day, you know, you have that little mental vacation. So for someone that's business savvy and can build a model that brings value and don't build it on just price, don't worry about the price because if you build it on value, the price will take care of itself. And the worst mistake you can make is leaving money on the table because you're underestimating the value of your product and what you offer it from a business model. You know, it's that unique value proposition that marketing people talk about all the time. It has to truly be unique. 
because you and I both know as consumers, we don't really like to be sold, but we do like to buy. When we find something we want, we like to buy. So all you got to do is give us a reason to want to buy it and know like they're going to back this up. These guys go to origin. They meet with the farmers. They're not just buying things off the computer screen. They roast their own. They have a QC lab. They do all these things. And you're like, these guys are authentic. They put the work in. So I don't mind paying that extra dollar. So what does that mean in terms of job opportunities and specifically for those listeners who may want to get a job as a barista or a store manager Mm -hmm. or as a roaster or at least in a roastery? Yeah. Coincidentally, there are a lot more startup business people in our industry than there are, I mean, categorically, uh, than there are just basic job openings other than ground level. So to be a roaster, you, you're going to have to intern somewhere. And over time, it's going to take probably a couple of years before you get to run the roaster yourself. You know, there's sort of a hierarchy and those kinds of things. But I'll go back to my original statement. If you want to get in and get a look at it quickly, take an opportunity to be a barista, even if you're working another job or going to school or whatever it is, and just do it part time. And you're going to find out how many different avenues there are actually in coffee that you wouldn't otherwise know. It's going to give you sort of a look behind the curtain and help you make those kinds of decisions. Fascinating statistic that more people now are starting their own business in the coffee industry. That's pretty fascinating. I mean, if you think about, oh, how can that be possible? Because there's so many coffee roasters and there's only so many jobs in those. But at the same time, you know, we're back to one of those times and places in time in life where people are going, I'm done with this. I'm done working for corporate. I'm done whatever. And if I can put the money together and sometimes it's a simple shoestring, <laughs> it's not the best looking business model. But if they get in there and they work hard and I'm, I mean, I've seen some pretty creative financing, like two different credit cards from <laughs> that kind of <laughs> stuff because they just love it and they want to do it so bad that that's another piece of it. So, I mean, do a situation analysis of your local market and see who's there and who you might want to work for and what the opportunities are, if it's going to be geographic convenience, right? I mean, to start with sure. before you make any other investment. So look around you and I'll be honest, we like to consider ourselves Switzerland and we we're always going to, if someone ever emails just info at brewbehavior.com and they have a question about that, like, Hey, is there anyone in my area that, that I might talk to? We're, we're going to name off at least a handful of places they can go. I'm always happy to facilitate someone if their dream is to be in coffee and that's an open invitation. And then Spredge, you know, the Spredge website will tell them and you'll see on Spredge a lot more basic or entry level positions or else they come with experience. And sometimes that's because you will serve a couple of years doing one particular job and then there's a little bit of a land lock on turnover and, and it's just someone saying, hey, I've been the apprentice roaster long enough. I want to be the head roaster. So I'm going to go look because it doesn't look like that's going to open up for me right now. But I got to be honest, a lot of people in this industry do it for a while and then they want to do it on their own, which I think is super exciting if it's done well. Yeah. Taking all the information they can on someone else's dime and put in a solid day's work for it until you figure out what it is you want to do and, and then which one of these coffee avenues you want to go down. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. 
I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.